Hello, hello, nomads, my uh, young Padawan nomads, and welcome to the Nomads of Fantasy, episode number 48. I am Obi Dave, and I am your host for this week, and we're here to discuss Revenge of the Sith from the Star Wars franchise. With Kenobi on the horizon, we wanted to catch up a little bit and give ourselves a little refresher. And with me today, uh, we have Darth Brandon. Uh... I hate you! <laughs> and Eric. You were my brother, Anakin. I loved you. Oh, it was a pretty, it was a good Ewan McGregor as uh, Obi, but awesome. All right, well, I don't know if we can tell by your voices, but yes, we are discussing Revenge of the Sith. Um, uh, we've all seen this movie multiple, multiple times, but this is our first time going back with a critical eye to look at the series and kind of sum things up but um before we jump into everything we always play a little game of catch up uh we'll go with eric first today well mine's gonna be quick i've only been okay. i haven't really been doing a lot since if you can't tell from my voice i'm i've been sick for like the past week so um i've been just with all these new games coming out, I decided to play a game that released in 2009 called Dragon Age Origins. Um, so the like first one, right? That is the first one in the okay. Dragon Age series, yeah. Feels random. I don't know. I just I was looking through Game Pass, and I've been kind of in that like D&D mood lately. Yeah. So I was looking at RPGs on Game Pass, and I'm like, I've never really played the Dragon Age series before. Like, I know people love it. Uh, I played the only one I played before was Inquisition, like when it first back when it first came out. Um, and the only reason I bought it was because it was like IGN's game of the year that year or something. And I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. that must be a good game. But I played it and I did not like it at the time. I just didn't like I'm that the style same, of RPG. I'm in the same boat where I want to play Mass Effect, but fantasy. But yeah, that game was kind well, of boring. Kinda, it's got like that same combat from Mass Effect. It's got like the, yeah, I mean, it's the give same everybody people, right? orders and let it run. Yeah, it's Bioware. Yeah. Um, yeah so but how was the, the first one though? Like how's the origin? Uh, I am hooked on it. Like I, right now I'm really, really liking it. I don't know why. I'm just kind of in that mood for that style of RPG. It's very, it's similar to like the Knights of the Old Republic style combat, which was also Bioware. You know, you have your mm -hmm. simple attacks, um, and then you have your different abilities and everything uh, all on your hotkeys. Um, so it's more, you know, strategic. It's not as, like, action-focused as, you know, it's not like Skyrim or anything, which that's what I was thinking Dragon Age Inquisition was back in the day when I played it. I wanted it to be, like, no. Skyrim, more action-y. But it's definitely more, like, D&D-influenced. Um, it's a little bit slower. It's more focused on your skills and leveling up and building out your character and all that type of stuff. That um, one you start as like you pick a dude and then you like acquire yeah. acquire party members as you go through the story kind of thing. It's cool because you can pick like I forget how many different races there are. There's humans, there's elves, there's a couple different ones, but they each have a different backstory. So you start in a different location in the world. Oh, and you, that's nice. Your character has a specific backstory. Um, so that's pretty cool. And you can choose all the classic D&D classes. I, chose, I ended up going with a rogue. Uh, so sneaky guy. I'm using 
dual wielded daggers and bows and arrows and stuff. Get your backstab on, yeah. Backstab, yep. I got traps and bombs and poisons and all that good stuff. So I'm That's really, fun. I'm really how, enjoying it. And how like are the, the graphics holding up? Because I know you were playing on an Xbox Series S, so you're getting yes. that boost in there, the, getting FPS, the FPS boost, boost. which is yeah, super yeah. addicting. Checking out yeah. old games because of this. So you're seeing what sixty frames a second? It's critical. Or? Yeah, it's sixty. Yep, it's locked at sixty. I think I don't know the when you're actually playing the game, it's sixty, so it's smooth when you're doing combat and walking around and all that stuff. That's and then cool. it it seems like it drops a little bit when you're like talking to characters and doing like your dialogue trees, but that doesn't really matter because you don't really need the frame rate at that point. But you figure they'd have all the frames to spend. That's what then. I thought. Like it's not like a significant drop down to thirty or anything. It just seems like it goes down a little bit for some reason but hmm. it's smooth for the most part it looks like a game that was released in 2009 it's not the most beautiful looking game but like i don't know there's just something about the loop that i'm really enjoying yeah building out That's my party cool. members you meet your party yeah. members along the way choose your uh party swap people out and the the story and the lore of the world is great i'm enjoying like reading all the stuff it's kind of it reminds me of Something like Skyrim, where you're picking up all these books and reading through the history of the the world that they've created and everything. So it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely going to keep going with that. I think I'm like, I don't know, over 10 hours, probably 12, 15 hours in at this point. Uh, it's funny because with the quick resume on Series S, I don't think since this game was released on 360, it doesn't account for like it being in that quick resume state. So in game, it says I'm like a hundred and something hours into the game because <laughs> I've had it suspended uh, in quick resume. So I thought yeah. that was kind of funny. Huh. Um, but yeah, that nice. was, re- that was really all I had. I'm just kind of cranking on that. I don't know. I guess I was just in the mood for an RPG. Crank it. Crank it. Um, but yeah, other than that, nothing really else going on with me. Uh, how about you, Brandon? I been doing the same thing checking out all those old games, um, retro games. Like I've been on a hunt for a, like a first person shooter, like military campaign kind of experience, like a call of duty. Um, I'm close to maybe pulling one of my, my old games out of my library and putting the actual disc in when I used to buy these games. But I went and tried like Bad Company, Battlefield Bad Company. I never played those games, so mm-hmm. I was like, I played the first one. Good choice. Yeah, I was playing for a little bit. You know, it's it's the all over the Bad Cop. No? no, no, that's Hardline. No, this is uh, okay. This is back. I don't know. You're just like a squad of like five dudes, but they all have okay. personalities, and it's like kind of immature, you know, humor, or whatever, crude humor mixed with shooting people. But yeah, it was all right. Uh, but what I I went even further. And I busted out my old consoles, right? Mm-hmm. So I had my Super Nintendo, my GameCube, my OG Xbox. And as we were waiting to record this episode, I was actually just, you know, playing one, a couple of the games. And I'm showing you, like, the, the games. They, they look pretty good. I don't know. It, 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 so much nostalgia is coming into my head when I hold the controller and I, like, put the disc in and I push these buttons and I hear the sound and just looking at Xbox, it. the Xbox startup sound, that OG one. Though. Yeah. Wow, wow. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just cool. Um, it was really fun. There's a game on there specifically why I even did this is because there's a game called second sight. It's, uh, it was made published by Codemasters. Let's see. Who was this made by? Uh, 
Free Ra- Free Radical is the name of the oh. studio. I don't know. Hmm. And I've heard of them. Yeah. Yeah, I think they make like. Oh man, what do they make? I think they aren't they. Hold on, give me a second. Look it up, Internet. Dave. But anyway, so this game is really cool, and it's only on Xbox and probably PlayStation Two. But they've never remade it. You can't get it on anything or Game Pass or buy it. But it was a really cool. They made Time Splitters, Time Splitters Two. Yes, they are a British video game developer based in Nottingham. Are they still around? Yeah. Time Splitters. Their last game was in two. Well, they switched over to Crytek UK. It sounds like yeah, they got, they got, got bought out or something like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, they worked on Crisis Warface. Haze, the classic. Oh, that was yeah, a that I, was a bust. I use that, I use that facetiously. Well, anyways, real quick. <laughs> uh, so the game so. Second Sight, it's like a third person game, and it's got some cool things with the camera. But anyways, you can just use your abilities, like you learn like force abilities or or whatever, and you can just go around and pick things up and throw them. Or, like, do you remember Force Unleashed? Oh yeah, I like that. Without Love the lightsabers, that's kind of what it. That's how this game plays. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, You're just it, throwing around dudes with your uh, and it has really force yeah, powers. And the graphics aren't that bad. Um, and the animation and acting is good, and the cinematography, you know, the cinematography in this game or whatever it is good. It, it's a shame that this game is just forgotten. So I don't know. I keep seeing it in you know my collection, and I was like, ah. Well, so here split, I am. Or second sight is 2004, which okay. I feel like once you got out of that, uh, once you got out of like the 3d games on nintendo 64 and like the original playstation they got they started getting a lot better a lot quicker one thing that bothers me though is uh you can't invert the y-axis in this game oh oh yeah brandon's the weirdo and i'm the weirdo i feel like i'm left-handed like i just feel like i'm that person who like everybody else is this but yeah it's weird yeah, I've never heard Only of this in flying game games. It's really fun, man. And I, I got really close at the end, and then I think I got a 360, and then I just never went back to it, and it's wow, a shame. Wow. I wish I could just put it in my Xbox One or or whatever, my Series X or something it's not like that. Part of the, it's not part of the backwards not series? Backwards no. Compat no, that's what I'm saying. I think mm. it's completely forgotten. It's a yeah. shame. It's sad when they have Some happens. of them, there is some work they probably have to do to it. Like, that's before achievements. They'd have to start patching those in and... I'm sure there's some work they'd have to do. Yeah, yeah this was on everything. PlayStation 2, GameCube, okay. uh, Windows, Xbox, yeah. Well, maybe somebody who's listening to this has played it, and I don't know. Interesting. It, it was re- it. pretty well reviewed <laughs> back in the day, too. Okay, good. Like, that makes me couple, happy. Got nominated for a nostalgia? couple awards. I just played the opening level, and I'm like, this is this feels good, you know, other than yeah. the inability to change my Y-axis, but whatever that's why i say the camera is cool because i can i can change from like it follows you behind the camera or you can have like a kind of like a resident evil classic resident evil where it's like you're in like a, a room with the camera fixed cameras just kind of follows you around but it stays yeah hmm. but that's it that's hmm. it for me um what about nice. you it Dave? is nice to go back and get those get those in yeah well while you guys were playing all those old stuck games, in the past stuck in the past yeah i played some uno Online, the newest, the newest hottest craze, Uno. It is because I, Battle I, Royale. Know, I saw it. I saw it updated. So, and I for some reason I have it installed on my Xbox. But it's always fun to just go in there and waste some time. But they put out because uh, Uno was made by Ubisoft, mm-hmm. who likes to throw in like 
minion deck or not minions. Oh yeah, but it's rabbits. Rabbits. rabbits deck. Who's yeah. paying for those? Like, well, decks? I think they're free because uh, you can I don't buy know. some it, in that game. It updated, but I played the Assassin's Creed Valhalla Uno edition. Oh wow! <laughs> which let me tell you, they put some stuff into that game. It's not like a. It's not just like a. What colors? Who's like you can battle people and like. If you're the attacker, you put down your color first, and the defender has to put down a card and try and match your color. And if you lose, you make them draw two. If you win, you get like a I don't know. I didn't I didn't get through all the rules because there was a lot of it going on. There's a map on the board, and depending on what number card you put down, there's like little treasure chests. There's it's, it's numbers. I have this game downloaded. I bought it for like my seven year old. I get, now yeah. I'm, now you got to try this. Pretty sure I have <laughs> it on weird. Switch it's, too. It is kind of crazy how much shit's going on in this. Valhalla. So it's like a full different game mode. Yeah. Well, the the map has numbers one through nine, and that, like treasure chests will appear on three, like a couple of them. And if you put down like a number three, you'll move your guy to territory number three, get a treasure chest that does some fucking thing, and then hmm. you know go on with your Unoing. They have a lot of the, like weird house rules all baked in there too, which kind of drive me crazy. Like, <laughs> you play with a zero and everybody rotates cards the way, whatever way the flow of the Uno is going, everybody just passes it their cards to the person to that direction, and like that can completely hose you. What? Or if you play a seven, you can switch your hand with anybody at the so somebody has one card, you can switch your whole pile of fifteen cards with their one card. I don't know. And hilarity ensues as you place <laughs> colors and numbers. Um, but now that was, I mean, it's weird to see that kind of take on Uno where they've turned it into like, tried to turn it into like a real game game with sh- like more strategy built into it and that kind of stuff, which I don't know. It's interesting. I'm not going to go ahead and recommend it, but if you have Uno, I, I didn't buy it and I just joined a multiplayer game and I joined somebody's Assassin's Creed Valhalla game. So I never thought Ubisoft would be the ones to uh, do a new spin <laughs> on Uno. I don't know. There, there's, there's a tons of different versions in there. It's kind of cool. The you know tweaks on the rules and stuff like that. But um, the other one that I played this week, I'll keep this one quick, is a game called "Who Pressed Mute on Uncle Marcus." What? Is that a real game? <laughs> that, is, that is absolutely a real game, and this is one of those. Um, fmv games where it's oh, okay. all live video that sounds like an fmv game and you're making you're making decisions based on stuff but this one's a murder mystery Ooh. so do you remember in the office um david the, um it was michael scott's like boss or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. it was that actor but he's like one of the he's uncle marcus in here and oh, okay. you're basically somebody has poisoned uncle Marcus at a family meeting and like you're, I don't know, for some reason your family has a lot of video calls with each other, but you're, (laughs) it's like you're doing this video call with your family and only, you know, that uncle Marcus is poisoned and you're trying to like question people and make decisions and like who you're pairing up with, like your family's playing some quiz games. So you're, I don't know. You're going through and trying to partner up with certain people that you might think are the murderers. So you can question them and everybody's, you know, you got your you got your drunk aunt, you got your emo nephew, you got all sorts of crazy <laughs> stereotype characters, but uh, it follows you know your FMV game pattern where you, you're not doing a ton, you're just kind of picking picking choices and going wherever the story takes you. So, I mean, I'm assuming it's supposed to be more like comedic from the sound of it. 
or is it yeah. like dead serious? It's not dead serious. No, it's okay. kind of like a kind of like a <laughs> knives out, knives out kind of okay thing. That's cool. Where it's yeah, it's definitely not a little pulpy, little mystery story. Yeah, absolutely. And it's by the same people that make a lot of my a lot of the FMV games that I like. I I personally like them because I get to play them. You know, you get the wife into gaming. She likes to just watch watch videos and not you know she's not a hack and slasher or anything like that so this is a very very kind of calm thing where you can just yell out answers and whoever has a controller just makes the decision so but uh whales interactive is the one that makes it and they make a lot of those kind of they made one called the complex that was actually really good that one had a ton of branching story storylines um i don't know if these guys I think I actually that one. made made the five dates one but they made you know late shift yeah they did make five dates so they came out in 2020 that one's just like tinder dating where you're just talking to girls and you're trying to get a date i don't know definitely feel like fmv games have made a renaissance in recent years for sure Yeah, i think because like the production like you don't have to build a ton of stuff to it you're just like filming video and then just tying all the videos together with you know a story tree basically so Mm -hmm. it's nothing terribly complex but it's something it's something good to do i they're never usually very long games um usually a couple hours and Uh, probably replayable too to see the different endings and everything uh yeah so i mean that's 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 usually the draw of an fmv game is to play it multiple times and see how many different scenarios you can get yourself into uh, that is true. I'm trying to look it up on how long to beat real quick. Main story is two hours long. So perfect. I mean that and that's it's a, a, I mean it's, that's the length of a, a movie. So it's a thirteen dollar game too. It's not like you're paying forty bucks for this either, you know. Paying thirteen bucks, get a couple hours out of it. Yeah, you, you tell a funny little story, you know? So um that was about it for me. Um do you guys got anything else before we jump into before nope. we go into hyperspace into Act Two, okay. I'm ready to whip out my lightsaber and well, start talking about Star Wars. We'll punch in your nav coordinates because we're going to Act Two. some star wars and some revenge of the sith um but before we do let's jump out into the social media range and hear what the internet had to say about this one so i reached out with the force into the ether of the internet on twitter and instagram at nomads of fantasy um Mm -hmm, turns mm -hmm. out people have some opinions on this movie uh we basically just said how does revenge of the sith rank in the entire star wars franchise um, so we have a couple responses here. <laughs> this is a good name. The Rancid Taco Movie Review Podcast. <laughs> it's a, Ew. Says it's the best movie in the franchise by far. Ooh. By far is a strong 
strong term. The but okay. The How's it haunting podcast says it's number three, straight up. It's number three. Uh, pa- technically, pa- <laughs> patient zero says it's the fourth. Duh. Okay. Um, fourth. Yeah. Mm. Eh, I don't know about that. Mm. Um, Jacob Iveson, our good buddy, says this was the best Star Wars. Jerk. This was the best Star Wars movie to me while growing up. My opinions have changed over the years, but I still hold this one very high. I'm the same age as Eric, so I'm sure he will have a similar similar opinion when I say that this is the culmination of what we what we grew up as being Star Wars, and he is absolutely right with that. Yeah, I part of it. I was as I was watching, I was thinking about it. Does depend on when what age you saw it at and what order you saw them in. I'm going to go. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll get into that. Um, Jeremy Bryant says best movie. Um, best. Okay. <laughs> the, the Philly officer says undeniably top 10, which I thought was a pretty funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and obsessed with wine podcast is number one, in my opinion, which is pretty good. Wow. Okay. Um, our f- a lot of number ones. A couple more. Uh, our friend Justin from Wheel of Horror Podcast says, uh, can't wait. think it's mostly hated on because emotionally, uh, emotional Star Wars fans get upset about the Jedi Order falling, Anakin turning, etc. Yeah. Probably the best fight scenes in the series. Yes, also true. Um, and then my Uncle Ken, I know Uncle Ken. He's, a, he's a great contributor to our show, recommended uh Vox Machina to us when we did Vox that Machina, one. Yeah. Um, and he's been a huge Star Wars fan forever, so he wrote a good chunk here. Um, he said, just watching the movies, I feel Annie's Vader transformation from the end of episode two to the end of episode three seemed very quick. He went from a disillusioned teen to child multi-murderer with very yeah. little in between. I think Lucas tried mm. too hard to fit a lot into episode three and made a lot of leaps forward. After the Clone Wars animated series filled the gaps between movies, mm-hmm. I understood this transformation better. Um, ranking it on its own apart from the trilogy, including all movies and series, animated and live action. He says it's number seven with A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Rogue One, Clone Wars, Mandalorian, and Book of Boba Fett in front of it. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's a list right there. Uncle he had man. A New yeah. Hope as his number one? He did. I, I'm assuming me, those man. are in ranked order, so yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. He's with you, yeah. Brandon. Cool. I was gonna say, I mean, that's a good place to start. How does this movie revenge of the Sith rank among us? I know. Shit. I mean, we had one of the, I think the second episode, episode number two. On... If you want to go back and listen <laughs> yeah. to that. Oh boy. Back in the day. Yeah, it's a rough episode. I'm sure to listen, but um, I don't remember where I ranked this. I think I had it somewhere in the middle. I'm probably going to keep it there. Uh, I, I think I'd have to kind of revisit some of the sequel movies too, and just look at OG sequels and the prequels. I'll add a whole, you know, like just as a preview, just kind of testing them out and see. If I had to guess, it was probably like, feel like Star Wars. number four for you. That sounds about right. Four does sound right, man. <laughs> sounds pretty good, actually. For Yeah, we're just talking movies. It I don't feels know. like a Star Wars movie, though. Looking at yeah. it today, like after like all these years, it feels like a Star mm-hmm. Wars movie. Yeah, I was just, I'm thinking just mainline, like one through nine. What's the, uh, what's the verdict? What about you, Dave? It's got to be it's top three for me. Um, that's what I that's what I thought. I knew it was up there for you. It's, I mean, I still have a soft spot for Empire, but between uh, Revenge of the Jedi and this one, I think are the next two best movies of the series. And who hopes in there? But I don't know. A New Hope. 
I don't know. It's in the, it's in definite top four, but <laughs> it's tough to rank that one because yeah. it was the first one out of the gate, and like we've I've seen it so many times that oh know, I don't I I, I, I forget I think of that Empire Strikes Back is probably the best. I just think me personally when I look at A New Hope, it yeah, it has all the classic moments and the quotes that and some of the character. Ah, it's just crazy. Looking back at that movie and it's just great what they established in the first one, I just give it. It's just the first one, and it's it was really good for a first movie. That's that creating the franchise. So it's I have to give it to that one, but and it's such a good spot in the whole book of Star Wars, I guess, to start the yeah. whole franchise because you have stuff that went on before and they make reference to it, but they don't like explicitly do it, and then. I feel like George didn't, he didn't, he kind of knew what was happening, but then he just, when he went back to make the prequels, he just took those concrete pieces that he had back then and just filled in the holes with whatever, whatever stuff he could fit in there. Like, oh, let's give Boba Fett a dad and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. well, I, I mean, so Eric, this is your favorite. This is my yeah. number one Star Wars movie out of all the, yeah, all the mainline one through nine franchise. This is number one for me. Um, and a lot of that has to do with, like it's, like Jake said when he commented, like a lot of it has to do with the age that I am, the time that this movie came out. Um, so this movie released in 2005, and I was 10 years old at the time, which is like the perfect mm-hmm. age. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it is for really perfect age. You know, a kid to watch the Star Wars movie Did, for the first time. When, when you started watching Star Wars, what was the first one? Did you watch the old I OG think, ones, or did you start with episode one? I don't remember i want to say it was i started with episode one because did you know who darth vader was in anakin skywalker was before i can't remember that you know the big um i want to say that i started with episode one because i knew like my i had older cousins at the time that i always was hanging around with and i know that they were into star wars um so around that time it was what 99 when episode one came out. So I would have been mm-hmm. like five years old at the time. So that's probably my first introduction because I remember when attack of the clones came out, I really, really wanted to see that in the theater, but I never got the chance to. Um, so revenge of the Sith was the first star Wars movie that I saw in the theater. Um, it's an experience. Yeah. So like the theater like that, that alone, that theater going experience, um, I just remember my mom taking me to see it. Like, I, I wanted more than anything in the world to see that movie in the theater. Yeah, that's good. And, dude, that dude, opening sequence probably blew I, your mind. I, I remember my mind like, being blown throughout the entire the entire movie. Like, yeah, when I when I every time I watch this movie, I like feel like I'm transported back to when I was ten years old. Again. <laughs> Well, it's good that you saw Phantom Menace so early because George Lucas made that movie for five-year-olds, so. Burn. <laughs> yeah, is that a joke? Because I, uh, I, yeah. like, uh, I like that movie. I Phantom Menace? Oh, yeah, I do like it, but it's it's nostalgia because I remember being so hyped to see a yeah. movie with everybody at the same time because I grew up on 4, 5, and 6. Mm-hmm. And I watched them all the time, so when these were coming out this is like all right this is my generation but i was you know like 18 or 17 or something like that when these when it came out we were 19 yeah and i i let a lot of things slide well in that yeah. movie looking the, back the child at it now, acting but, in it i don't know and the 
I don't know. It was acting in one, two, and three is is questionable in my opinion. I think it got. I think it, it got, got better progressively went, better one, for sure. Yes, as it went on, it sure. went definitely got. Sure, I'll give you that. But I still the think it's like the lines. weakest part of the, specifically the Revenge of the Sith. I still think the acting is nothing to be proud of. If you looked at any other movie that was probably Listen, coming out that year, I just no, gotta I say, don't think I it's the completely acting. disagree Hold there. On. You're telling me the acting in four, five, and six are good. No, I don't think Star Wars has good acting <laughs> up until. All right, so it's going to get a little controversial here, but I don't think Star Wars have, has ever had Star really Wars good has acting. never been about the acting. It's a space, right? Yeah. yeah, I think seven, eight, and nine, when Disney took over, I think they they applied better acting. Are the stories better? That's questionable, but I will say that I think the acting no. was improved. I think it was, man. No, the and stories like, were not better. Like, I'm just saying. That. No, I think uh, I absolutely agree that the acting <laughs> and Hayden Christensen in the sequel trilogy had moments of good acting in this movie. Oh yeah, and I think, sure, dude, absolutely. but they were given crap lines. You know, like the romance think, parts. Really I think you went, romance parts. I but think, the characters yeah, were. Crooked. You can't argue Yoda was good. You and McGregor was fucking awesome. Like he's awesome in anything he does. But like what he was gave, yeah. what he was given with you know Obi Wan. I think his portrayal of Obi Wan is like amazing like when i think of obi-wan for more because i think give him the right mcgregor yes and yeah i'm with you something interesting that i learned when i was researching this i i was doing a bunch of research today there's so many interesting facts about like the production and behind the scenes stuff with this movie that i never really knew about um but apparently uh when ewan mcgregor was like preparing for this role he uh they Lucasfilm prepared him a reel of Alex Alec Guinness um, and like all his scenes yeah. and uh, New Hope and everything. And apparently he watched that on loop and studied his accent and everything and the pacing of his words so that he could match um, kind of how he was uh, acting in the, the original trilogy, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, which, I mean, it shows because I mean, you don't especially in this one. You, you can't tell, you it. know, because like obviously with. Revenge of the Sith, the ending, he goes into exile, and that's kind of how he, right. where he becomes like Ben Kenobi, um, <laughs> right? Which is, which is pretty cool that we're getting to see that with the Kenobi series, uh, which is kind of why we wanted to do this. But, um, yeah, uh, another interesting thing that I thought about, which is pretty cool, well, for my ten-year-old brain, this was the first PG thirteen Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Every other yes. Star Wars movie before this was it PG. It is dark, man. So they they leaned harder. Were any of the new the ones PG thirteen? All of the newer ones were PG thirteen. Oh, okay. Yep. So the the entire sequel trilogy okay. were all PG thirteen. So they kind of kept with that uh, you, rhythm after that. Can't you put in an f bomb if it's PG thirteen? Yeah, yeah, but I don't but... think Disney's gonna. All right. Well, you know, no, no, I'm one. just curious. I, if, in my head, R two D two is constantly swearing when yeah. he's doing all of his beeps. Oh yeah. Because this has been going on for Lord of the Rings recently online, but if there is a best spot, on, this goes out to the Twitterverse, please hit us up online. The best spot in Star Wars to put an F-bomb. It's a fucking think, trap. I've seen, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking it's trap. It's a motherfucking yeah. trap. <laughs> I'm your fucking father. That's a good one. Yeah. I don't know. Those are all PG, but, you know. You know, you're breaking my fucking heart, Annie. You will fucking try. Like, that would have completely twisted that scene. And she drops an F bomb right there towards the end of the movie, right as he's going full Sith. Like, 
That'll, yeah. that'll hit you a little harder, but I don't know. I do want to talk about something that my Uncle Ken brought up in his comments as well. Please. Um, his point about how Anakin's descent from episode two to episode three to the dark side happened pretty quickly. What did, what are your guys' opinions? I, yeah. Go ahead. (laughs) Well, I, I mean, my, my opinion, my opinion is that two could have been tighter, could have been better. I think there's another version of that story that could have been done. I'm not a big fan of two because there are some cool things that happen in it, but I think there was a hiccup in the storytelling with two that I think they had to jam so much into three to kind of, cause they, what, I mean, what really happened in two? So you have Obi-Wan being a detective and he's looking at the cloning stuff. They basically just built up the oh. clone army. And yeah. Count Dooku is you introduced. You got the Geonosis battle. Yeah. You got some yep. Dooku. Count Dooku is leading the separatist army and they go to war pretty much. Yeah, basically sets up yeah the war from the Separatist army in the first one. Some people have argued that one didn't need to exist, and what two was could have been kind of like one and two, you know, where the Topher Grace cut. So so they say that that's what kind of what he did, like a yeah, two, I mean two point five where you one combine all them. them one more like, worked as like an origin story for. Like but I think Anakin three and Obi I think that's why it the the fall of Anakin happened so fast is because, yeah, I mean like now he's a. He's like the man, and he's like literally carrying Obi Wan Kenobi over his shoulder. Now, hold on though. As I think about this, like, yeah, he he is the guy who takes out Count Dooku. He saves Obi Wan. You know, he also gets the Emperor out there. He's um, an alpha he's a Jedi good pi- right now. What's that? He's like an alpha Jedi. Like he is like peak peak physical form. Like yeah, he's he's a nasty motherfucker. But Luke Skywalker kind of got his skills pretty damn quick from the second to the third movie, right? I mean, he goes from the first movie using the Force to shoot the torpedoes and blow up the mm-hmm. Death Star. And then the the next movie, he's able to pull a lightsaber to his hand and kill the Wampa's arm, right? This is even before training, too. Right. right. So he's kind of got, got the intuition or whatever. And then he meets with Yoda, and then he starts doing his, like, montage, and then he... Tries to take on his father, loses a hand, finds out what's up with his daddy, yeah. and then he holds his own in a lightsaber battle. Really, you know, with, like, with Vader. Yeah, you know, an aged Vader. We'll say those those sure. cybernetic limbs are starting mm-hmm. to show a little wear and tear. Well, even in but even the next two. movie, he's like walking into like Jabba the Hutt's like place. He's just like pew 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 pew, pew with his hands and <laughs> just yeah, doesn't have to. He's just he's for show. Well, he's like a, he's a master. Then, like I don't know. So what happened the, so quickly. What the, what the time difference between Empire and Return of the Jedi is. I know that between Clone Wars and Revenge of the Sith is three years, which is a long time, long ass time to have Obi-Wan teaching you all sorts of cool stuff. I was going to say, there's a pretty big gap between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Um, But I think, I mean, we see in Attack of the Clones, there's, we already see like the, the shadow or the start of Anakin's descent like to the dark side, that glimmer when he kills all the Tuscan Raiders after they murder his mom. Um, like he gets his, he exacts his revenge on the Tuscan Raiders. And that's the first like glimmer of the, something a little bit darker in him. Um, and then throughout this entire movie, Revenge of the Sith, like Palpatine is doing everything at every single <laughs> corner to manipulate Anakin, uh. to turn him against the Jedi council. But, um, yeah, I was going to say, you. I wrote this down specifically. Everything that Palpatine says to him, 
fluffs him up to be like, you are so awesome. Oh, yeah. You are so good at what you do. Well, he even but says, these like, people are holding you down, like, the entire time, Palpatine, everything he's doing. He's, he's like, a points. He says, like, oh, Anakin should be on the council. Anakin should be a Jedi master. But then the Jedi, the Jedi council is like, no, you're not going to become a master. And that's why Anakin starts to resent the council because, like, oh, Palpatine says I could be a master. But then the council is denying me that. So, like, so I, I got to ask a question, though. It's when this movie came out, we didn't know exactly why Anakin was created by the Force. But later on, right. I believe in comics. Right. Yep. Yeah. So uh, this is yeah. canon. Palpatine found a slave woman out on Tatooine, Smee, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Or Shmi, and then impregnated her. Impregnated. He, <laughs> impregnated he, her with. They gave her force. The force. He arranged his conception. Yeah, he used the force to manipulate the midi chlorians and basically create, create Anakin life. as a force baby. Right. So if that's the case, all right, I got to ask the question. This is an obvious question, I think, but. Okay. That's a very, very risky move, bro. Is this the only one that you've made? Because she's a slave on a. Like she could be killed at any time. She could be killed at any time. He chose like an outer rim planet. So it would be very discreet and like no, nobody would notice or. But he picks fly under the radar. Yeah. But you gotta figure risky. he's not he's not Sidious then. He's Palpatine just kinda sneaking off and doing his own thing. So he wouldn't he couldn't have like a little medical wing off of his thing where he's making force babies or something like that. He's gotta do it I haven't, out of mind. I haven't read those Vader comics yet. This is the Vader comic good. from twenty seventeen, um, which are actually canon now, which is cool. So this is this is But the, now he's sitting around like like now he sees that this woman now had this kid who was luckily like brought on by Obi Wan in Qui in Qui Gon, right? Like, because mm-hmm. it, it was so random. Like, they barely made it through escaping Naboo, and they crash landed on Tatooine. Right? Well, they, they keep talking emergency about emergency land there, and this is all part of his plan. Because then they got Anakin got picked. I How mean, does all that there's work? some sort of prophecy. Like they they mention it. I think there there's a prophecy for the dark side and for the Jedi. Like there's a prophecy that. There will be a chosen one to bring balance to the force. And on the dark side, there's a prophecy where there's the chosen one that's going to destroy the Jedi. So I think both sides think that Anakin. Yeah, exactly. But like the Jedi think Anakin is the chosen one for them. But Palpatine, you know, I don't I don't exactly know, like if he just did this on a whim or if there was just some other force, you know, in the universe that was telling him this. Maybe. I don't know. He's playing, the, he's playing the long game, maybe. I mean, he's got to know. See, he's got to be doing something. I got to look for it because he's got to be doing something. Because he's planting these visions in Anakin's brain. I was just going to say About her, of, of Padme dying. Because he's like, that ain't him doing that. That's not his own head. It's not the Force. I think it's, no, I think it's Palpatine. It's definitely him. Planting those. Like Snoke. Like how they, he was like trying to connect um, Ray and, and uh, Ben, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they were, thing. I think they were visions, but like it was always going to happen because it was always Anakin's destiny to go to the dark side and become Darth Vader. And that would basically be the cause of Padme's death. So like it, they really were visions of the future. I don't know if Palpatine was putting those in his head, but like he was manipulating him the entire time. Well, does, so I wouldn't does be surprised. Palpatine kill 
Padme, because they say her vitals are fine, but she's dying of something we don't know, like a broken heart. But like something's yeah. killing her. She's not losing the will to live. She just had two kids, so that makes no sense. That that, that seems down, out of character down, of her. Yeah. So I think Palpatine, because Palpatine out of nowhere is like, you killed her in your your fit of rage. It's not like he was on Twitter and saw <laughs> Queen, you know, you know, Padme passed away or Queen Amidala passed away. How would he know? He must have done it. Well, and I was thinking of that scene too, like. The whole reason Anakin went to the dark side was to save Padme because Palpatine's making all these promises. I can help you do this. I can help you do that. I can save you from the killing second, her. You bring her or, back or to the life. Second, you can save her from dying. Mm-hmm. The second that she's dead, I would just immediately go after Palpatine because he, you can, you know, he basically lied to him this whole time just to get him under his wing. Like, wouldn't you, like, you, you know, you basically threw away your entire life for nothing because. Well, I think because at that point, this old man said you could. I mean, at that point, Anakin had nothing else to lose, so he just probably went with it. You he know, should've, he should have went right after Palpatine there. Just... He was already like so under the influence of Pal- like Palpatine had him in his fucking pocket, at that time, you know. So like, and I don't know. At that point, like, I guess Anakin was probably stronger than Palpatine at that point, right? You think if he took him on one on one? He could have. He just he got killed his, him. He just got his ass kicked too. So I don't know. I think I think Palpatine can take on. I mean, well, I don't know. Mace Windu listen, took him out though, right? Well, I I will say no because, um, well, I was thinking about the Mace Windu thing. I think Palpatine, like, purposely got himself, you know, in that situation because he knew Anakin was coming, and he knew Anakin would be forced to kill Mace Windu. So Palpatine had orchestrated that entire thing from the start. He I knew mean, all of that was going to happen. He took out Palpatine. Palpatine, uh, Palpatine uh, took pa- pa- out. <laughs> Palpatine took out those two other Jedi's like nothing. Oh, was so I, well, stupid! I was like, why say, did they go down so quick? I was going to say, spry. Yoda. Yoda said that Obi Wan wasn't strong enough to defeat Palpatine. That's why Yoda went to fight him. But Obi Wan defeated Anakin, so that means Palpatine was way stronger than Anakin. Yeah, I don't know. I feel probably, like Palpatine's very strong. Probably not saber, like, because you got to think lightsaber fighting and force wielding is like two separate areas I mean, of expertise. It's I like magic that, and melee, you know. Yeah. It's those two yeah, different yeah. classes there. So which, Pal- Palpatine's more on the uh, the force lightning side of things. Which, I don't know, just we're all we're jumping around a, a lot here, but um even from the beginning, like back in when Uncle Ken said the quick transformation, you can see like between two and three, like you can tell time has passed. They're kind of sucked into all the politics bullshit. You can see the stress that the their secret marriage is weighing down on them. Then he has kids on top of it. I don't know. I thought that I thought it would be pretty easy to detect that as another Jedi seeing like some dudes kind of, oh, shit, I'm having a baby like that would be. I think that would be hard to hide as a as a Jedi, but I don't know. I didn't think that it was too bad. The one part where like you can kind of see the switch flip is when Anakin's sitting in the Jedi Council room when Mace Windu goes to take out Palpatine, and you can see him looking out the window at his apartment building, and he sheds a single tear, and you can tell that he's made up his mind basically that he's not going to lose Padme. I think that's kind of mm-hmm. weird. I mean, he doesn't obviously mean to cut off Mace Windu's hand. He kind of does it out of reaction. But And then immediately after that, <laughs> he's just like, 
what have I done? And then yeah, then he's in shock. And then, and then he's just like, whatever your bidding is, my master. And then he's just like, he's just all pot committed. He's all in there. He's going to kill kids. Like yeah, that scene specifically when I saw that in the theater, like when Anakin uh, took down Mace Windu, cut off his hand, and then he gets thrown out the window. Like I remember being like, holy shit, like that just happened. Because yeah, I knew I knew at that point like Anakin that that was the turning point like there's no turning back now he is officially like He's turned over to the dark hell. side yeah the death is a power only one has achieved but if we work together i know we can discover the secret i pledge myself to your teachings. The force is strong with you. A powerful Sith you will become. Henceforth, you shall be known as Darth Vader. Thank you, my master. Rise. Because the Council did not trust you, my young apprentice. I believe you are the only Jedi with no knowledge of this plot. When the Jedi learn what has transpired here, they will kill us, along with all the Senators. I agree. The Council's next move will be against the Senate. Every single Jedi, including your friend, Obi-Wan Kenobi is now an enemy of the Republic. I understand, Master. We must move quickly. The Jedi are relentless. If they are not all destroyed, it will be civil war without end. First, I want you to go to the Jedi Temple. We will catch them off balance. Do what must be done, Lord Vader. Do not hesitate. Show no mercy. Only then will you be strong enough with the dark side to save Padme. What about the other Jedi spread across the galaxy? Their betrayal will be dealt with. After you have killed all the Jedi in the temple, go to the Mustafar system, wipe out Viceroy Gunray and the other Separatist leaders. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. And we shall But don't forget, he took out Dooku in a pretty cool fight with an old man. Like, he shows up, oh, yeah. and he does that flip, 
And I'll say Dude, this. I, I think this, the CG looks pretty good in this movie, I got to say. Uh, it was 2005. But, I mean, but the, this was but, like the height of you yeah. know, CG in movies. Oh, and I think it looks pretty good. Like, I think people kind of pick on it. Like, it's all green screen. Like, yeah. But other than that, it's it, not it, as, it looks good. It's not as bad as Phantom Menace. Like, Phantom Menace, the green screen is just like The pod race holds obvious. up and Vader, or, uh, Darth Maul holds up. But yeah, there's some weird stuff that this happens. This one, I think it. they, they figured but, it out. But this out had like more. the rubber bandy kind of bodies moving around kind of. You could definitely tell when Christopher Lee does that flip. That's you what know. I'm saying, yeah. And or, like when uh, they're he, going down the, he brings the elevator. The, I was going to say when he brings the platform down onto Obi-Wan, the way Obi-Wan's oh, body yeah. like moves mm-hmm. a little bit. It's yes. kind of weird. Well, why, wouldn't he, yep. why wouldn't he just kill him there? Like, I don't know. He just smashed his yeah. face in with that. Like, I don't know. And Obi, <laughs> I wrote this down. Obi-Wan was pretty useless in that Dooku fight. Like, first he, he gets taken out kicked to the side, and then, you know, he kills like some super battle droids. And then the second he gets back up to Dooku, he just grabs him by the throat and chucks him and pins him. So. The right fight is basically all anakin but this it was meant to you know yeah be anakin so he could be the one to this uh kill dooku movie and or like this movie has i mean i think it's pretty obvious the best lightsaber fights in all of the movies oh yeah 100%. between that first dooku fight and then you've got Darth I Maul, mean, the Obi- Obi-Wan Anakin one that one is just fucking brutal like those dudes are yeah like there's none of this I don't know. In like the first movie, they do like it's like dance. I will say dance fighting or whatever. We're like just stab him in the back, like while he's doing his little spinny dumb move. Just I will say the the lightsaber fighting from like the prequels, especially this movie, to like the sequels. The sequel truly, it's like a different style of lightsaber fighting. In this, in Revenge of the Sith, it's very choreographed. It's almost like a dance happening, you know. But they're like, trained too. Right? They're. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like moving in sync with each other. I thought this oh, one was less so than the other three? ones. What do you mean? It is totally no. no, no I mean, dude. it's ob- they're. I mean, they're obviously all choreographed, but well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, it's just the way that it looks, you know. Especially with Anakin versus Obi Wan, like they're doing all these flourishes and everything, and like it looks like a dance I, yeah, routine I didn't, almost. I didn't get that. I thought it was two dudes trying to beat the shit out of each other. But like they did all that shit, like. Chris, uh, Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor, like they trained for like months on end to like they did all that stuff themselves. I think it looks pretty sweet. It, it does like, look awesome. Fencing training and choreograph and like, yeah. And it's it's at the end, it's all real time too. Like it's all it's not sped mm-hmm. up or anything. Like they're doing all that shit. I just thought it's insane. Well, I was impressed. Yeah, some nice cuts in there for sure. This movie did cut a lot too. I don't know if it's. I know a lot of the Star Wars movies always have like multiple plots going on at the same time, and it likes to jump between them. But well, this one there was a lot of jumps. Like, if you didn't know, there, um, the original cut of this movie was four hours long. What? George Lucas's cut of this movie was four hours long. Where's that one? Uh, It hasn't. There's. There's deleted scenes like in the special features Four hours? of the original. So you're DVD telling me release. that there's basically a whole other episode so, of Star Wars that's missing. Let me let me run through some of the stuff that was cut because I went I watched like a video of uh, is Qui Gon in it? At the, the end stuff. of this fucking movie, Yoda's like. So uh, by the way, like your old master learned how to like force ghosts and shit. And there was a scene, <laughs> but we don't there was see a scene, it. Payoff. So you know when uh, Bail Organa comes to get Yoda and tells Obi-Wan that he's like arrived at the base. So like yeah. right before that, Yoda is meditating and talking to Qui-Gon through the Force. And he's talking about how he's learned to 
you know, come back from the dead. So Liam Neeson makes an appearance? He doesn't make an appearance, but he has like a voiceover while he's talking to Yoda, like in his head. Uh, Um, And and apparently they redid that scene in the, in the Clone Wars. Um, So like there is that as well. But um, there's a bunch of stuff that was cut. Apparently the original Palpatine rescue scene was over an hour long in the original cut. Oh, sweet. Um, Like I, I, sorry, real quick before we jump away. Yeah. I wrote down that movie started off so quick. Like you think of. Dude, I you love know, how it that starts. That lightsaber start. Like, I know that was one of my favorite openings in all of Star Wars, too. It's but pretty good. It's so good. I wrote down, they got to the Dooku fight in 12 minutes from starting that movie. Yeah, man. Oh, wow. Well, I think like, that's what they cut quick. out. The, the escape probably had, like, fucking slow parts, like Multiple. people talking and shit. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I right, mean, sorry, they just Eric. go right into it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's great. The space was... battle in the beginning is great gonna run down some a lot of the political stuff was cut out which was good apparently that was to more inform like uh a lot of the early rebellion stuff and how like they're disagreeing with a lot of the chancellor's actions and everything but a lot of those political stuff was cut out yeah all those good political leaders are take a huge backseat in this movie they're well they're kind of brought up at the end when anakin turns evil and it's like oh yeah by the way go lock them in a room like a mafia thing like, just show up and just mow them all down, and they're just trapped in there. It's cool, because I actually have been watching The Clone Wars lately. I'm up to, like, season three now. I'm slowly okay. chipping away at it. But, like, there's a lot of side characters in this movie that or like, some of those senators and whatever that don't get any lines that you just see kind of in the background who are, like, main characters in the Clone Wars series. Oh, no so shit. Like, okay. A lot of those background characters that you see, those politicians get fleshed out. And some of the other like Jedi on the Jedi Council Council that you don't really get to know and that you see just cut down um, during Order 66, like a lot of those are prominent in the Clone Wars series. So it's it's actually pretty cool seeing that yeah. stuff Poor fleshed Blue out Coon. a little bit more. Blue, Blue Coon, Coon I love great. him. Yeah. <laughs> He's awesome. Um, but, oh, apparently one interesting thing. Uh, on Kashyyyk, there was supposed to be like a young Han Solo that was orphaned and being like taken under Chewie's wing, but huh. that was kind of cut also. Obviously, interesting. There's no no trace of Han Solo in there. Um, yeah, there's some there's some other interesting ones, but a lot. Oh, <laughs> Anakin was supposed to scream "Save me" when he was burning. Uh, like in the script, there was a line where Anakin screams "Save me!" like when he's catching on fire. Um, but apparently that was cut as well uh, to make it, you know, they didn't want to make him seem like he was like, I don't know, reverting back. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, doing he, his, like he yeah, tried to go back to the good side. Right. By, yeah. Right. So I just thought that was interesting that there's a four hour cut that exists somewhere um, in George Lucas's position. Yeah. 220. So that's an extra hour 40 on there. That's yeah, that's pretty crazy. Oh I mean, man, you know Star Wars fans would love to see it. Like a version. Oh yeah, version. I would love to see it. Yeah, there's so cool. much yeah. more you could fit in there. But yeah, I. Uh, I mean, now they can do it. Everything's digital. Just like roll it out on Disney Plus. If if George lets it out, if he has it, who knows? Remember when when I first saw this movie? Uh, I saw this at the theaters as well. Um, being a bit older, <laughs> um, but I saw this uh, opening night, whatever, and. Um, everything is going Holly, you know, Holly, Holly, 
everything is going hunky dory. Um, you can cut that out. And uh, <laughs> and right as you're getting to the end of the movie, like you see all these crazy fight scenes, all this bullshit happening. As Darth Vader is like rising up, he's got like the scene where he's like on this table. Oh, the Frankenstein, still. yeah, and they're rising scene. it up. Something happened with the film in the theater, and like the film like melted on the sc- like you could see it like what? melt on the screen. Oh wow, really? And it, it took them like fifteen to twenty minutes to get another reel set up, and we all had to sit there and wait for like wow, oh, the end of the reveal. Yeah, the big Darth Vader reveal got like. Yeah chunked and then when they restarted it like it wasn't a perfect cut like from where they obviously oh that's which was just one of the weirder like movie like you know back when they had film in my day right actual film now everything's digital but i mean they gave us a free movie ticket but it was the damage had been done but that was just a weird memory from seeing this movie that came up while i was watching it this time Mm mm-hmm that's interesting. Yeah, and apparently in that scene, well, with the Vader suit and everything, <laughs> George Lucas deliberately made the suit top heavy so that like Hayden Christensen wouldn't be too accustomed to it. So it looked like he was because in that wobbly. scene, yeah, he's all <laughs> wobbly when he's first walking off the the table, like he's trying to get his balance. So I thought that That's was funny. a little fill that helmet tidbit. with concrete. Yep, yep. I like this movie. One thing I like knowing. I mean, obviously, we all know what happens, but watching keeping a specific eye on palpatine you make you see like oh yeah how well he just um like he just plays the jedi like he everybody is a tiny little he knows exactly what's going to happen he knows what they're going to do and he plays into it the way i guess a sith lord is best at but i thought it was a i don't count episode nine this is this is where the emperor comes comes to being for me um but no, I thought it was just a great show of how he manipulates everybody when you know what's going on and you I'm paying specific attention to how he's fluffing up Anakin and <laughs> then talking shit about everybody else at the same time. It's so good. It's yeah, it's pretty insane when you think about how much Palpatine like Palpatine orchestrated pretty much everything that happens in the like Skywalker saga. Like he's the one who started the separatist war. And that is how he planned to become chancellor and gained his power. And like, like this whole scheme, he was like Dave said, he was playing the long game for sure. Like <laughs> he, he orchestrated this entire war. Well, where like millions and millions of people across the galaxy died fighting this war just so he could rise up through the Republic, get to the top. And then once he was at the top, destroy the republic and convert it into an empire so he could be with him the, on top yeah yeah exactly and then destroy the jedi in the process like it's insane <laughs> it is like do Dr. you think that he sorry go on oh just, do you think that he knew that the jedi just thought they were king shit and he's like you don't oh, yeah. even know i'm literally in front of you right now you don't even know that's it's yes. How do they not? Absolutely. How do they not? Dude, he was playing them. Each like, other. That's what I think. Well, I was thinking that too, but like, Palpatine is so powerful, he could probably suppress his like, whatever force abilities so far down that the Jedi would never catch on because does I mean, Luke turn himself off? The, yeah. Like, yeah. Can you he, turn yourself on and off at please? <laughs> I, I'm assuming because he was hiding in plain sight for years and years because like they they mentioned like they were 
they were looking for a Sith Lord for all these, like they knew that there was one out there because there was all these apprentices that kept appearing. You know, you had Darth Maul, you had Count Dooku. So they knew that there was a Sith Lord out there, but they just could never find him. And where else to hide but in plain sight? Like, Well, right. And at the end of one, they don't even know because Yoda's like, but, you know, like who did we kill? Or like always two there are, and then Mace's mm-hmm. like, but which one died? The Master or the Apprentice? Right. You know? Do you think Yoda kind of copped out of that fight with Sidious a little early? He got knocked out, didn't he? He... He just got yeah. knocked to the ground. Oh, and I think then he, he ran just, away and hid. He's just yeah. ashamed that he lost. You know, he I don't. Just, th- I thought he could keep going. I thought he had a. You know, he was. I think. Yeah, I he mean, was he on the defensive. The for most emperor of it. could. The, the, the little guy took himself losing, out. With the, yeah, but if the emperor started losing, he could just call in his army to come and That's help. True. Like he had a and whole the, army. Yoda of was literally by him. himself. It just yeah. takes one. Just takes one lightsaber swing, and he's done. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was weird how that fight ended, where it's just like he gets knocked to the ground, and then next thing you know, he's just crawling through the tunnels, running away. Which... Apparently, there was also a scene, or I don't know if it was going to be in the original cut, but there was an idea um, in the original version of the movie that there was a scene of Yoda arriving on Dagobah um, and kind of whatever. I don't know what exactly, other than him just arriving there, would have been there, but. Thought it was interesting, but they <laughs> cut that puddle. just because. Yeah, yeah, exactly. cut that out. We don't they need cut to that see just because like everything. they wanted to focus on the the Skywalker story. So because I mean, yeah, this is like this is Anakin's story. So they wanted to make sure that they were focusing on that. Like that would have been cool to see, but also that they did that in the Clone Wars too. So a lot of the cut ideas from this movie and other Star Wars movies and like the prequels made it into a lot of the other like content like the clone wars or the comics or other stuff like that. So we still do get to see some of that stuff and, and things other than the movies, which I thought was really cool. Um, which I'm, that's why I'm enjoying going through the clone wars just because I've never, it's new star Wars stuff that I've never seen before. <laughs> Is general grievous, more uh, more prominent in that. Oh yeah. Cause I, I feel like he's overshadowed oh, yeah, a little bit. You're, you're always just kind of focusing on Anakin and Obi-Wan and the emperor, but you forget when well, we don't forget, but, there's just so much action in this movie. That whole first act is about Grievous. I mean, sure, he gets killed off later on, but it's the whole dealing with this asshole. Yep. And yeah, you have I a mean, big fight. Grievous is basically like the droid commander. So, like, he is, yeah, he definitely plays a big role in the Clone Wars, um, like orchestrating all these attacks. And Obi-Wan and Grievous have a lot of meetings and fights <laughs> throughout okay. the Clone Wars is pretty cool yeah that's cool i thought i thought this was interesting too because this is i don't know usually in the the three acts of movies you know like act one's the introduction act two is like the i don't know the main protagonist like struggles and then act three they they win or survive or conquer whatever they're doing this one was kind of just like a i don't know this like this movie was a kind of a fucking downer like it's pretty like Brandon, you're saying it's pretty dark, and I'm like, yeah. So that, like, it's dude, it's dark. I was like, I told you guys, through. right? I watched this with my two little kids and my wife. So I have a little three year old boy and a seven year old boy, right? And we're like, we haven't seen three in a while. Let's make it a big deal tonight. You know, make some popcorn, get the movie ready, lower the lights, crank the sound, and we watch it. And the little kids are so into it, and 
Jake's like, I know everything. I know what's going on. I know what's going on. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, buddy, we know. But like Ryan's, you know, he's little and he's just not seen the movie. So let him just like have fun with it. He wants to see Vader. And we're like, oh, you'll see him at the end. And uh, <laughs> no, so Jack, know. so when the big downfall actually happens, you know, when Anakin goes down the dark path uh, to the dark side, dude, Jack just instantly shuts down and he starts crying and he runs to the he's like up in front of the TV, like, you know, like getting into it. It's like, this part's awesome. This part's awesome. But then what actually happens, (laughs) he gets so sad and he like runs and hides. He's bawling his eyes out for the rest of the movie. Oh my God. He's so sad for that whole movie. And my wife's like, yep, this is the, this is the sad part. This is why it's sad about Vader. Like he's a bad guy, but it's sad. And I'm like, yeah, it's sorry, buddy. I mean, this is what makes Star Listen, Wars. I'm the with... burning scene is uncomfortable. Like I felt, you feel so bad for him. Oh, dude. I was gonna say I'm with I'm with him because this is probably one of the only Star Wars movies that actually makes me like a little bit emotional. Emotional, right? Because I mean, you, I mean, you got Padme dying. You have Obi Wan having to strike down Anakin. Like his and someone who he regarded as a brother. He was bro though. Wouldn't yeah, you put him out of his, his misery? You're just gonna leave him there burning on the rocks. Fucking put a lightsaber through his throat and just be done with it. Mercy kill. Yeah, like, he, like yeah. he was his little brother. Like, you know he's, you know he's on I the think, dark side. I assume. I think he just thought that he was already like dead. Like he would be dead. Fling his body into the lava. I would just force, force fling it. He couldn't into the do lava. it. Just do he a little. Do it. Yeah, he couldn't. Fi- yeah, he couldn't. He just couldn't do it. To finish the job. He, he knew he should have done he it. He didn't want to fight up. Anakin to begin with. Yeah, you he, know? he probably like. When he got older, it's like, man, I really should have. Right, <laughs> I, I could have ended it on the uh, that bank of whoops far there. My bad, guys. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Galaxy. Could have prevented a lot of trouble. But yeah. I don't know. Like being his being his little bro. Like I put him out of his misery there. That's what I was thinking during. I even doesn't he even say that to Anakin. Or I'm I'm sorry. Doesn't he say that to Yoda? He's like, I'll take on the Emperor. You take on Anakin. And he's just like, I you can't ask me to do that. And he's like. You must. He's like, well, yeah. I, Obi- I can't. Obi Wan like, wanted to take on the Emperor, but yeah, Yoda said you're not strong enough to do it, and yeah, Obi Wan did not want to. And Obi Wan's like, I'm not strong enough to kill Anakin. So yeah, he was, and he, he wasn't, was, and he could. Both been. of them kind of failed at their jobs, technically. Yeah, they did actually. You know? That's true. Well, that's why they both went into exile. Right. I mean, Obi Wan didn't. Re- well, they had to go. All the Jedi had to go into hiding, anyways, because they were going to be hunted down after i mean they were still being hunted down at that point any surviving jedi were going to be killed on the spot so they had to any remaining jedi had to go into some kind of hiding yeah they, they show all the the other jedis die off some of them the acting was good but the one woman in the jungle kind of area the, the yeah, way she that, dies that's always so yeah the way she dies is just so cheesy. I had to rewind it and watch it a couple of times. It's after pretty bad. We finished it's the movie. I'm like, I gotta see this again. Like, is it that bad? And like, it's, it's like the worst shot I've ever seen in a movie or for Exe- a high budget movie. Execute order sixty. But the rest of that scene is pretty cool though. Like, just like shit, man. Like, like it's sad. It's like, oh man. I know. All the Jedi's are dying off. Not all though. They do say that. And the young even though the radio's all- silent. The younglings. The longer Disney's in charge, the more they're gonna start pulling out like. Oh, I heard whispers of like, hey, they're going to bring Mace Windu back. And I'm like, no, that dude fucking died. He got tossed out a window and he got his arm cut off. Like, they're going to start bringing yeah, back. Yeah, I mean, they did that. With, back other they pe- did that with Boba Fett, you know. Plu Koon lived. That, you just saw a spaceship explode. You didn't see him die. 
No, if if anything, they would go like the uh, Jedi Fallen Order route, where like it's a new Jedi that's been under the a radar. Padme, yeah, or a Padme, <laughs> a Padma, <laughs> <laughs> a little mini Padme. Well, we know well from Jedi Fallen Order, which is now canon. Like there are still like Force-sensitive children throughout the galaxy. Sure. I mean, they do that in Skywalker's saga, too. They do, right. They do that at the end of uh, The Last Jedi, right? Mm, Yes. Broom Boy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Broom Boy. Yep, so there are still Force-sensitive children out there, which they are going to hunt down. (laughs) Well, I was getting it before, (laughs) though. I was like, the the prequels shake, like, the three-act synopsis where it's more of like one big story and the end of the story like that having the last movie of that trilogy be such a downer like it, i mean you need it to set up but you the next you, movies, the next movie is called a new hope yeah yeah i mean like it's well you know where tough. it's going yeah. I mean, from the beginning you know where it's going right but it's about the fall of anakin like yes. that's the whole which is weird because in like, the rise of the emperor it's yeah, both like, of their movies in a the way. original trilogy seems like it's a Luke Skywalker story, but then when you add the prequels on, then you have one through six, then it seems like the Darth Vader story. It's the Anakin. It's like the star. It's just, it's just then, the Skywalker yeah. story. And then you have Ray Skywalker. Mm. <laughs> Ray. <Pelletine. laughs> I mean, it is, it is what it is. it's canon, so you got to deal with it. But whatever. I don't know, but like you know, I, I'm glad you brought that up because like yeah, it, it it's a mess with like seven, eight, and nine. Like it's it's a mess, especially with nine. You know, and eight didn't make it easy. Uh, seven was kind of safe, um, but when you look at one, two, and three, it was hard for Dave and I's generation. We were like, yeah, but those movies like man, midichlorians and this, and you know, like this guy do that, and and, and all the politics. But now when we've had years and years and spin-off cartoons and comics and all that stuff. I think the Star Wars story makes sense. You got to do some homework to kind of know how things are working. Mm -hmm. But I think that this movie has aged pretty well uh, story-wise. Like, I think it... I don't look at it with it being a mess. I remember at the time really not liking how Yoda moved. Like, it's just like, that's not how I wanted Yoda to move. I didn't want him to move at all. I wanted him to force move shit like crazy, you know? But here he is bouncing around. But now I'm like, nah, whatever. It is. It's it's I, it was it's, It was worse than fun. Attack of the Clones. The second one, the Dooku fight with Yoda was very It was just a gummy bear. <laughs> gummy bears, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? But nowadays I look at this stuff and I... It, three definitely looks like a Star Wars movie. It sounds i mean john williams man he had duel of fates came back in this movie you know i thought that whole fight with that song just it made sense especially when you know what the song means when the when he busts that song out that you know it's like anakin versus obi-wan with the song like that that is like i have to say peak like star wars and like anakin's hair looks really cool with the black outfit it looks like a fantasy like knight without his armor on it's just like two guys like to me it looks very it looks, like, it looks like the original, like, Vader's 1970s action figure. Like, where he's got, like, that pleather, like, vest on. Over yeah. There. 
but I, I don't but know. even but but even like Gri- Grievous had a good song though. Like his too. Like his music was really good when he came out. It had like a really cool sound. Like John Williams was not messing around with this movie, and when Palpatine starts learning uh, Anakin, like somewhere in the middle or something like that in the theater. Yes, yeah. yep. you get like that, and the, the low orchestra kind of like like it was like a. I don't know. So good. It's very oh, ominous. Like, yes. When he's telling the Darth Plagueis story. So um, is is Palpatine Darth Plagueis's apprentice? Is that that's the implication? Confirmed? Yeah. Is I've, that confirmed anywhere? Because he's got like that fucking smirk on his face, where like he can. Well, tell. it's been it's been whatever canon stuff these days is always confusing because there's a Darth Plagueis novel that's not considered canon anymore. Um, so I don't know what to think or whatever but from the implication of that story if we're just talking about this movie then i think we're to believe that palpatine is Plagueis's okay. apprentice i just kind of yeah i assumed well he alludes to it that it was him you know that he's he has, the one who killed his master he just is relishing in what he's accomplished right and he's just yeah. waiting to strike after all these years and he's he's like i'm finally got like a create like he's literally talking about creating life next to the guy who he created you right. Know, and he's like, and I have created you for this. You're part of my plan. You know, so like it's, it's so funny how it's he just, pretty like, did you, he just so drops the, these little hints in there. Like he doesn't specifically mention saving your wife, but he's just like, you could save someone from dying. I'm like, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a coincidence. I would just had a dream about that yesterday. Good. <laughs> right. <laughs> you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise. No. I thought not. It's not a story the Jedi would tell you. It's a Sith legend. Darth Plagueis was a dark lord of the Sith, so powerful and so wise, he could use the Force to influence the midi-chlorians to create life. He had such a knowledge of the dark side, he could even keep the ones he cared about from dying. He could actually save people from death. The dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. What happened to him? He became so powerful. The only thing he was afraid of was losing his power, which eventually, of course, he did. Unfortunately, he taught his apprentice everything he knew then his apprentice killed him in his sleep. It's ironic. He could save others from death, but not himself. Is it possible to learn this power? Not from a Jedi. He never had any intention of actually helping Anakin save Padme, though, right? No. No, yeah. Well, no, because you gotta you gotta take that away from him to get him. That's where you exactly. get the anger, you get the fury from. So I think that's well, not part of Palpatine's as... plan, though. That's not part of his plan. He just wanted Anakin. 
But right? to make Anakin more powerful, you got to kill Padme. You got to take yeah. her out of the equation. Oh, but I'm um, her having kids. Oh. Was not part of the plan. I wouldn't think so. No, no, because that I would feel like they would pose a threat to Palpatine, which I don't even. I That's mean, why I'm he's assuming? hunting him in four. Yeah, right. You know what I like though? There is a moment where Anakin says something like, "Join me, and together we can take on the Emperor and rule together." Like, is it the Padme? It seems like yeah, he never had intentions Padme, of yeah. keeping him around. It's like he knew he had to take out the Emperor. Well, yeah, he says that. Yeah, he like, tells, I'll always, says that I'll to Padme. Him. He's like, yeah, I'm powerful enough to to take out Palpatine, and we can rule the galaxy together and make it the way we want it to make it. To protect you. You're breaking my heart, Annie. You're going down a path I can't follow. Thank you. Help me raise our child. Leave everything else behind while we still can. Don't you see? We don't have to run away anymore. I have brought peace to the Republic. I am more powerful than the Chancellor. I can overthrow him. And together, you and I can rule the galaxy. Make things the way we want them to be. I don't believe what I'm hearing. Obi-Wan was right. You've changed. I don't want to hear any more about Obi-Wan. The Jedi turned against me. Don't you turn against me. I don't know you anymore. Anakin, you're breaking my heart. You're going down a path I can't follow. Because of Obi-Wan. Because of what you've done. What you plan to do. Stop. Stop now. Come back. I love you. Liar! No! You're with him! You brought him here to kill me! No! Let her go, Anakin! Anakin! Let. Her. Go! <gasps> you turned her against me! You have done that yourself. Some of those lines, like I don't know, they're not, the, they're not like Brandon mentioned the lovey lines. Like I love Natalie Portman, no, love but like you. she oh, was she's perfect. She's a great actress, yeah. but and yeah, this, she looks great. It's just she's the lines, cool man, and shit. But the, the dialogue—they're a little, they're yeah, a little ham-fisty. That's all. Yeah, you're here for the action for this movie and not mm-hmm. the romance. Sorry, Natalie Portman. I wish she had because she was like an action. Yeah, I mean, Padme in, in the first Jason. one, but yeah, somewhat at the end of the first movie, she's busts out a gun. Yeah, I second do. one, she does some and shit too. Like, I'll, I'm going keep going back to the Clone Wars too, but like in the Clone Wars, Padme is pretty badass. Like, she can handle herself, but I feel like in this movie, like they present her more as like a you know, she's Anakin's an wife, and she's you know, yep, sort of like they they don't present her as like this powerful senator you know that get she those, really is get those thrawn books in there's some there's some padman dude thrawn i'm on i'm on book two already i see if they uh, were of, of thrawn if they were smart wouldn't they have just made the sequels seven eight nine just a thrawn trilogy that would be so that cool. would have been like the overarching you can still keep the first order they came from the outer rim so did thrawn we'll never know 
Like what they could have done. They could. I mean, it seems like it's right. There. It is what it is. It's right there, know? ripe for the picking. Hopefully. You could say that about one, two, and three. Like people can just be like, oh, you didn't have to do that. You could have done this. You know, one, two, it's... three. I think. I mean, it's George's vision, so I'm willing to accept whatever whatever he puts in one, two, and three. Like. He boxed himself into some corners. He set up one and two, so he had to squeeze so much into three. Like it was his vision, and he put it out there. So I'm willing to accept that. Yeah, I agree. No. Um, seven, eight, nine, seven, eight, nine. There was no vision to it. I mean, it was a, that's the that's the hard thing about having you know, like you said, swapping different directors for each movie. But yeah, like you said, at least Lucas had a solid vision. Some of the stuff like doesn't fit together exactly the way it needs sure. to. But like we said, like with comics and TV shows and uh spin-off series, like it the, those are kind of doing the job to fill in the gaps a little bit more um between some of these movies and some of the stuff that's missing, some of the holes. So I'd really appreciate that about some of that stuff. Oh, talk about the ending too um of this movie where ending. we have Yeah. Well, I was just thinking about the ending scene with Aunt Beru and Uncle Owen holding Luke. Oh God! With the twin sons, and it yeah. mirrors the so bringing scene you a the, baby. A hope you're sitting there just staring at the sunset. You guys have lived on this fucking planet for how long, and you're just sitting there staring <laughs> at sunsets. Go greet the guy. That's, it was poetic. That's bringing you a baby, and then so walk I, up there and look at the sunset. God, I got, Uncle Owen, such a rude. I that I I'm with you on this ending here. Like I'm I I struggle with the rationale here, where they're like, okay, I I, I know they they probably thought Anakin's dead, right? Obi Wan showed him, he's like, yo, I killed him. I left him to burn it. He was literally on fire, screaming, "I hate you!" When I left, <laughs> and I didn't kill him. <laughs> <laughs> he's just chilling, chilling on Mustafar. But anyway, so yeah, but he goes back. And then Padme dies, and then they're stuck with these two babies. The one goes to basically who's all that's left. That's probably the most famous, um, I don't know, Republic supporter, right? It goes to the king of like Alderaan or whatever. Alderaan, yep, oh, Bail wow. Organa. Not the king, but whatever he is. Good old Bail, Bail. Organa. Yeah, he got a couple right. good scenes in. Yeah, but I'm just saying that, like, okay, well, the Emperor's going to find that baby. Right. Well, actually, hold on. Does the emperor know that Padme was pregnant? He had to have. I mean, they they don't really address. No, yeah, it. he did. We've been talking about this. That's right. We we know. Like he's 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 probably the one that probably killed her. Right. He, he knows all he, that. He's, he's got to know. Yeah. Could be. I mean, he's been. They're force babies too. That's. I mean, that's just one of the holes. Ah, you know. I don't know. That's one of the disconnects there. Um. Because like, yeah, their whole rationale is to split them up so they're more well hidden um and obviously they don't know well luke and leia are force sensitive but they don't show that so maybe they are truly hidden from palpatine i don't know you know and then and then they send the other baby to tatooine Mm -hmm. which is kind of tatooine's an outer rim planet that is a good hiding spot this is where anakin grew up though too which is kind of weird Hiding in plain sight, let's, kind of thing. Not uh, plain yeah, sight, yeah. but like it's like too obvious. Like, or why would you put it there? I don't know. Like, maybe that you hide because the Vader doesn't like Tatooine. It's got sand and it's irritating and coarse, and it gets in his suit everywhere. He doesn't want to get sand in. <laughs> yeah, his suit. the Emperor. I mean, at give that point, shit. he'll the just Emperor, send the Empire. 
That just yeah, like at that point, there. the empire or the emperor's <laughs> focused on building up his empire and building the Death Star like, and everything. You I don't know if he's the Vader comics pick up like right after, and Palpatine's sending him out to go hunt down Jedi and stuff like that. And the comics are super fucking good. Um, Palpatine fucks with Vader constantly. Like he's always. Like, he's sending him back to Mustafar. He's making him do stuff where he knows he's going to get ambushed. Like, he's just, he's testing him, and he's just, like, beating not beating him down, but he's just messing with his head constantly, which is kind of fucked up. But that's what, what you think Palpatine would do. Palpatine's in more movies than probably any other character, right? Maybe C-3PO's in all of them, but. Yeah, and R2. R2-D2, technically. Yeah, C-3PO, R2. But yeah. Emperor's in all of them, but four. He's not in, in New Hope. Grand Moff Tarkin is. Five, is he, well, he's, five he's, he's a hologram. Five, he's a hologram. Right, he's a hologram. Yep. And then six, he makes his grand appearance. Mm-hmm. Which he's... And then he's in one, two, and three, and then he's technically controlling Snoke. Right. I don't know about that. That's weird. I was Snoke. <laughs> I created Snoke, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... That, a, that fucking line angered me instantly. I was like, I like Snoke, motherfucker, and you're just going to throw away like that? God yeah. damn it. They did him wrong, and then they did that general, uh, the red-haired dude. General that Hux. Like, yeah. yeah, General Hux. He just disappeared. They just killed him off. Domino they just shoot him off like, yep. like well, They did Finn wrong in those two. Finn should have been something bigger. Fa- Phasma should have been cooler. Yeah. It's like, yeah. well, listen, we cannot get into no, I know. <laughs> talk about that. No, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, we're hitting, My a, bad. We're hitting an hour here. Yeah, uh, do, do we have any uh Any closing statements? I mean, the well, pre- I just want to know your favorite scene, I guess, maybe in this movie. Like, My favorite scene, scene, I mean, is definitely the fight, the duel between Anakin and Obi-Wan. Yeah. Like, that has always been peak, peak, peak Star Wars for me. I mean, I really like the duality with Padme and Anakin at the end, too, because they're like being operated on at the same time. Mm-hmm. You have Padme is dying and technically... Anakin is dying and Darth Vader is being born. Padme is dying and Luke and Leia are being born. So like there's that duality there. I thought that was kind of cool, but definitely, definitely Anakin versus Obi-Wan the fight. is yeah. probably my favorite. It's what you signed up for in episode in one. Wars. Yeah. To exactly. see it. That's yeah. And like the, just the prospect of, uh, Obi-Wan and, Anakin or Vader meeting again in the Kenobi series like just gets me like what is it gonna be super excited I, I don't know but I am like I mean, so guess exci- they technically, beyond excited about Kenobi they technically could meet because in 4 he just says a presence I have not felt since and then that's it and he right. walks away so. a month right. ago <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know that's what I'm saying that they're good with that stuff but I mean, yeah, they, yeah, they got lucky with that line. They're like, yeah, you didn't. Say I'm glad they're bringing anyway. Hayden back too, because I think I think Hayden, the older he got, like the better his acting got. I did not think he was bad in this. Like, it's hard to, it's hard to emote and like show the emotion of somebody under that much stress that's had like catastrophic things happen in their life where their mother was murdered or stuff like that, and then you know show their decay into the dark side like i think i think he did a great job so i my favorite scenes is still the uh lightsaber battle obi-wan oh yeah like and i thought that was i thought that was a fucking good fight 
Yeah, I have to go with you on that. I mean, I think the the runner up would be the opening shot. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, was, I forgot how epic it was. I was like, that. man, this looks pretty good and like a big ass TV, like with the sound. Oh, yeah. is, you come over that first, you come over that first thing in the A wings, and like, yeah, yeah, dude. And mm-hmm. like R two has his little moment. He's like zapping shit. Yep, and, and how like, they, yeah. I love how they like slide into the the cruiser, pop out with their lightsabers, take out the droids. Like mm-hmm. that, oh, that movie, yeah, the movie starts just on such starts a high on, note. Starts so good, yeah, so good. Anybody, anything else? Are we good? Uh, I don't think I'm. I think I'm good. Kenobi, I'm super excited for Kenobi. That's that's about it. Fuck yeah. And let's let's not forget uh, these. Better be this excited. Prequel trilogy gave us one of the better Star Wars games ever created: Jedi Power Battles. Never heard of it. I was gonna. Tuck, oh, that's tuck that away in I, your back pocket. What's Jedi that? Power Battles is good, but I was gonna mention the Revenge of the Sith game as oh, well. Oh yeah, the movie video game. Like I played it's the good. shit out of that on PlayStation Two. Like that was actually a very very good like video game or movie video game. Cause like back in the day, there was all kinds of licensed movie video games coming out. So that's a those shame. Lord of the like, give me those trash, video games. Trash give coming me, out. But give like me new ones though of like Obi-Wan and Anakin. Yeah. Just, just doing like missions together. But this revenge sure. of the Sith game was really good. And they had an alternate ending, which was awesome where Anakin kills Obi-Wan in their fight. And, Anakin becomes Darth Vader, but like he obviously doesn't get disfigured, so he doesn't have the suit. So, so he's, he's just Anakin, and he also nasty, kills man. he kills the Emperor too in that alternate ending. Hmm. Like he's like Palpatine was like, uh, whatever you have completed your training or whatever, and then Anakin just takes his lightsaber and just murders him, and then he becomes the Emperor essentially. So I just thought that was cool that they stuck that alternate ending in the oh, Revenge sick. of the Sith video game. Hmm. But, that's a cool little note. Nice. All right. Well, that's all we've gushed for a good, good hour on Revenge of the Sith. Uh, I think we all agree. It is a fantastic Star Wars movie. Definitely in the upper echelon. But um, when we come back, we will get into a little bit of Star Wars game time. Yeah. Act three. And we are back for Act 3 of Star Wars Jeopardy! With your host, Obi-Dave Trebek. And I am here to lead you through through these five categories we have of Star Wars Jeopardy. Um, we're going to go... We're going to pick uh, who's going to go first. Um, 
number between one and ten in my head. Eric, what is it? Seven. Brandon? Six. Oh, you bastard. It it was three for episode three. Oh, wow. Should have thought of that. <laughs> so, Brandon, you will be player one. Eric, you will be player two. Uh, the categories we have today are quotes, episodes, characters, locations, and trivia. This is for the whole Star Wars universe. Um, I have not really checked on the validity. (laughs) Oh, great. So whatever the board says is what we are going for. This is JeopardyLabs.com. So I'm going to take their their answers as gospel. (laughs) Uh, Brandon, the board is yours. Uh, hi, my name is Brandon from Buffalo, New York. Um, nice to meet you guys. Uh, oh, yeah, I'd like to, to start show. us off with a thank you. Thank you, Obi, Dave, Trebek. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go with characters 100, please. Mm, okay. This character was a good-natured Gungan throughout the prequel trilogy. He's also known to be clumsy. Who is Jar Jar Binks? Uh, that is correct <laughs> for 100. Uh, Brandon, the board is yours. Let's go. Episodes 300. Ooh, just jumping around. I don't know if there's any daily doubles in here either. So Ooh. Just mind's blown. <laughs> in this movie, Queen Amadamala. Amadamala. <laughs> in this movie, Queen Amadala says, the Federation has gone too far this time. What is Attack of the Clones? That is incorrect. No! What is the Phantom Menace? So you get minus points there. Oh, do I? Oh, I don't. I don't I get, get to steal. No. I guess I there's, there's no steal. No. There's no steal <laughs> no, function. Not in this version. All right. We have a visual Eric, that we're looking at. It's actually kind of cool. Is yours. We can actually see okay. the board. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll go trivia for three hundred. Trivia for three. Obi Dave, please. Okay. The year that the first Star Wars movie was released. What is 1977? That is correct. Yeah. Damn. For nice. 300. Thank you. Thank you. I, next, I don't know why I was second guessing myself choice. on that. Um, I thought it was going to be 78. Sorry. Let's go with trivia for, for 400, Ew. please, Obi Dave. Trivia for 400. Lawrence Kazdan wrote the drafts of the first three episodes of Star Wars after he completed writing this other film. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Mm, That's it. Yeah, it's a tough one. I've never heard of this man in my life. Wrote Uh, the drafts of the first three episodes of Star Wars. You should know who this is. Of the first three episodes of Star Wars after he completed writing this other film. Mm, I have no idea. No answer. What is Raiders of the Lost Ark? Oh, wow. Brandon, did you know that one? Kazan's... No, I would have got that wrong, but Kazan's the dude who wrote uh, Empire Strikes Back. Oh. Well, that doesn't help me. And he did did that with his son. Kazan's the writer. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Brandon. Well, still in the lead with minus 100. (laughs) Choices to you. Brandon, minus two. We're horrible. Minus 100. All right, well, uh, let's go with uh, quotes for 100. This character said, 
I will come back and free you, Mom. I promise. Oh, that's a, that's a good question. Anakin said that. So this will be who is Anakin? Correct. So, I was going to say, if you don't form it in the form of a question. I put it in the form. Uh, yep. I'm sorry you didn't put that in the form of a right, question. We're going to have to ask the judges on next time. All right. We're uh, tied up at negative 100. <laughs> Board's on you. All right. I'm going to take my lead now with uh, quotes for 200. This character said, a tremor in the force. The last time I felt this was in the presence of my old master. Uh, who is Darth Vader? That is correct. Mm. All right. Next. Quotes, 300. Ooh, running the quotes. This boy. character said, why you struck, why you who stuck up half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder? Correct. Damn. Okay. Should have went with the quotes. Brandon's Brand's running the quotes. Yeah. Running it. I'm gonna run running it. it, man. <laughs> For four. Yeah. This character said, good, I hate long waits. Uh, who is Han Solo? That is correct. Oh, nice. Brandon, up to 800. Bam, close it out. Yeah, let's do quotes 500. This character said, I have a very bad feeling about this. What? That's, that's not fair. Well, that's not fair. That could be I mean, anybody. Now um, back on it, it, like they reuse that in every movie possible. But I'm gonna assume this is talking about. All right. I mean. Uh, all right. Then I'm gonna say who is Han Solo? Who is Luke Skywalker? Ooh, Sorry, Luke Skywalker. I think he says it first. Damn, I don't know if I would. When got does that he one. say it? That's who I was thinking, but um. I know Leia say it, says it in episode six. No, oh, well, it's definitely in f- or five, four. Right? I think it's probably when they see the Death Star in four when Alderaan gets blown up. Right. I, yeah, right. I, I don't was, remember yeah, Luke saying that. Was, that. I would have said Obi Wan. It, it could have been yeah, either. No, Obi Wan doesn't say it. Well, anyways, damn. Right, whatever. Let me rules are rules. I guess. You, Eric. Let me go Fine. easy. Let me. Let me. We have oh, episodes, characters, so locations, and trivia left. Let's go episodes one hundred. In this movie, Obi-Wan says, your eyes can deceive you. Don't trust them. Uh, what is a, a, a Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope? <laughs> that is correct. What? Eric. When he's training. When does he say that? When Luke's doing when the training. The last thing. Remote. Oh, you know, I was thinking it was um, when he goes and fights his dad in that vision. Oh, yeah. That tree. Mm-hmm. Let's do Episode 200. In this movie, Mace Window says, be mindful of your feelings. See, now this could be a couple different this ones. Get the little tricky. I don't. Well, couple, couple is true, yes. See, I don't remember him. That's what I'm saying. I don't remember three, him saying that. this in episode three. <laughs> I just watched it last night. Is he even in one? Yeah, he's in one. Is he? I don't remember him. Mace Windu, we just talked about how at the end he's with Yoda. He's like, but who died? The wow. Master or the Apprentice? It's true. Wow. I guess I, maybe I need to watch one again. I'm going to say, oh, fuck. I'm going to say Attack of the Clones because I'm not sure. Final answer. What is what is, what is is Attack of the Clones? What is the Phantom Menace? <laughs> Damn it. Phantom Ooh. Menace. Damn. Oh, wow. It might have been actually when they were. Oop, I almost gave you points there. I think that's when they test him and they say that like. Like he's got the force, but we won't accept him in the academy. Mm. I think that's when they give him a little prep. Is it like, bad that I don't remember that Mace Windu's in Phantom Menace? <laughs> or like or, or, thinking about your mom or something. 
Yeah. I was thinking about your mom. <laughs> no, uh, characters, characters 200. Characters 200. This rebel general plans the starfighter attack on the first Death Star. General. I think I know this one. See, I want to be playing these. I want to be answering these questions. This rebel general plans. Oh, it's um, Mon Mothma. Who is Mon Mothma? Who no, is Jan Dondana. I don't think I, I don't think I would have got that one, but okay. Ugh. Minus oh. points for you, Eric. Um, man, Brandon's still leading one hundred to negative. Uh, let's do the untouched. <laughs> let's go locations one hundred. Obi Dave. Locations one. <laughs> This planet was home to Luke when he lived uh, with his aunt and uncle. Uh, <laughs> what is Tatooine? <laughs> that is correct. Um, let's go locations 200, please. This is Chewbacca's homeworld. Question mark? What is, Ka- what is Kashyyyk? Oh, this should be what? a period. I mean. I gave you points. Okay. Okay. You're good. All right. Uh, let's, let's keep rolling with locations 300. Tied up, 100-100. The location where Luke and Obi-Wan hired Han Solo. The location where Luke and Obi-Wan hired Han Solo to take them. Wait. That's a weird... That's worded weird. The location... The location where Luke and Obi-Wan hired Han Solo to take them. Oh, that is weird. To take... Like, the place that they're taking them or the location where... Oh, okay. The location where... where... Luke and it's just worded very weirdly. Uh, it's like it's like was it Alderaan or Tatooine? I know it's just like the way. Yeah, I don't know what they're looking for. Location where Luke and Obi Wan hired Han Solo. The the wording is confusing me. I think I know what they're asking for though mm-hmm. specifically. It's the location where to take them. To take them. To take them. With Luke and well, Obi-Wan. now I feel. Now I feel dumb. Where did they hire him to take them? All right, never mind then. Why do I yeah. now? I quiet over there in your cubicle. Not on my game show. Eric needs to watch A New Hope. I I've I feel like I've seen it recently. Again, Why am you, I like blanking have you on seen this? Star Wars before? What <laughs> color is Grand Moff Tarkin wearing in the first scene he's in? Tell me. How many buttons are on target? <laughs> um, Where'd they go? Is it is it Alderaan? What is Alderaan? Is that your final answer? Sure. What is Alderaan is correct. Okay, okay. Boop. That was painful. That was, Sorry. That hurt. Because now, okay, now I'm remembering they go to it and it's not there because they got there. loaded up. And Luke yeah, says, okay. I have a bad feeling about this. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Let's go locations four. Four four. This planet is Queen Amidala's home planet. What is Naboo? That's correct. Doesn't uh, seem like a four hundred point question, but yeah. all right. Alright, let's close it out. Locations five. This planet was the Confederacy's first capital and home to two major droid foundries. Um I think it what is Geonosis? I think. What is yes. Geonosis? Oh, Correct. Oh my god. Swept the board in the locations category. I got fucking boned. Still on but you, I'm Eric. still getting slaughtered. Uh, you can still come back. You got plenty of, plenty let's of points go, on the board. Let's go trivia 100. Why not? This day <laughs> could be considered Star Wars Day. <laughs> oh, 
what is May the 4th? Correct. No, he said May the 4th. Oh, come May on. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Uh, let's, let's go trivia 200. Han Solo was captain of the ship. <laughs> right, I think we're done here. <laughs> uh, what is the validity of Falcon? Nope, the aluminum Falcon. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Did you say what is? I did. <laughs> oh, my there's God. There's still enough points here for you, right. there's, still, there's still plenty of points out here. Brandon is down 100 to 1,600 now. Let's go. Characters 300. Oh, he's taking all the easy ones on you, too. The name of the Ewok that befriends <laughs> Leia in Return of the Jedi. Oh my god, Jesus Christmas. Um, who is Wicket? Who is Wicket is correct. Boop. Who is Wicket? We never really get to know him that well. No. Um, let's go characters 400. Should have been like, who is the actor that fucking played that? That's a real Everybody fucking trivia question. Fuck this game. Yeah, work. Yeah. This character commands the rebel fleet in their attack against the second Death Star in The Return of the Jedi. Huh. Is this, um, who's Admiral Akbar? That is correct. <sighs> now we're getting close. I don't think, unless, well, Eric's going to have to get one wrong here and he's going to bring, yeah. he's going to bring you down <laughs> into range. Oh, uh, let's go. What color is the logo <laughs> of Star Wars? Let's go episodes 400. Or this is the color. Jabba the Hutt is killed by Leia in this episode. <laughs> what is Return of the Jedi? <laughs> Fucking game sucks. I think that's it. Uh, well, whatever. Let's keep Just going. The last three. Just uh, go. Um, let's go. Let's go trivia 500. I feel like that one could be tougher. This is the name of the, of the lizard that oh, Obi-Wan rides. Do you one. know this? Yep. What is a varactyl? No. Ooh. What? Now that is a hold on. Oh, the name. Okay. Well, that was the name of the creature. Okay, I didn't know it had an actual name. But it's called a boga. Boga. It has its own name. I guess. Does boga die? Does boga die at the end? He falls in water. No, I would assume he's okay. All right, Brandon, you got two left. Let's Uh. finish this out. (laughs) You got episodes and characters left. Okay. I'm going to get on with it. All right, let's go. Uh, Characters 500, whatever. A communications disruption could mean only one thing. Invasion is said by... His fucking name? I mean, I guess this is a good question, but like, it's the old fucking... So fucking white guy with the weird curly like mustache. The bald, it's the, the bald, long hair. <laughs> Only one thing. Invasion. Wait, a communications yeah. disruption. He's on Naboo. He's I like, know who you're talking about. Her. God, man. I'm trying to think. I wouldn't no. know this shit. So you, I don't you know picked all name. the hard ones, Brandon. Who is Governor C.O. Bibble? Nope. Definitely wouldn't know that. <laughs> no, one. I would say 1% of Star Wars fans knows that. Come on. Yeah. I'm negative 400, by the way. Let's keep it going. Eric, last question goes to you. The only film in the series to have a PG-13 rating. Oh, there it is. <laughs> okay, when was this quiz made? This is supposed to have been made in 2005 because that's it not true been. anymore. So I guess Revenge of the Sith? That is wrong. It is what is Revenge of the Sith. Oh, Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Negative 500. So, sorry. I took it off. Okay, uh, right. that's fair. I'm just messing. Fair is fair, but... <laughs> Today's champion is Eric with a score of 1,700 yeah. to negative 400. Brandon, you, now I know what that person Jeopardy on the TV. Well, I don't know what they feel like, but I do feel like a loser. <laughs> well, thank you guys for um, trying Jeopardy Labs. Uh, 
Star Wars Jeopardy. Oh, that was fun. We should go back to this more often. Keep this in our back uh, pocket. Yeah, I'm sure they got some stuff out there. It seems kind of interesting. And it keeps score for you, which is nice. So uh, good on them. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, get this wrapped up. You guys got any final parting words? I'm not here. No, I'm good. Other than um, you can follow us at Nomads of Fantasy on Twitter and Instagram. Email us with anything at nomadsoffantasy at gmail.com. Visit the nomadsoffantasy.com for, I don't know, listening to our episodes, whatever. finding yeah, our whatever. finding our social outlets, all that good stuff. Um, tell a friend. Don't forget, before yeah. <coughs> before you wrap this up, just, you know, if you like this stuff, tell a friend, share a friend. Share a friend. Episodes, if you got, if you got a friend, episodes. share them. That you'd like to hear <laughs> or uh, topics you'd like to hear us talk about, just uh, reach out. And we'll, hey, uh, we'll get back. Please leave a review. Takes oh, like two sure. seconds. Sure, that too. Yeah. You know? Sure. If you're listening this far, just hop on your favorite podcast app. I know they don't all have ratings <laughs> and review systems. I know Apple's really the only one. but I have an idea. If If you're listening to this, you need to... Contact Dave or the rest of us and force us to watch a Bollywood movie because oh, I brought it up to Dave and he was like, "No way." Bollywood, Bollywood is I. It's possible, but I, I can't, would. I can't watch that by myself. That yeah, we should do like a watch party or something, commentary for one of those because that would that would be fun. Yeah, I don't know how much meat on the bones there would be to do like a full episode unless we watched like a couple of them, but <laughs> I've never seen a Bollywood so Me neither. I I've never seen a Bollywood movie. Hey. Nomads travel everywhere. Sometimes nomads travel to India. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. true. I know we have listeners out different. there, so if you're listening in India, thank you. Yeah. Like what is listening. your Star War- Bollywood Star Wars? What is the movie you have to see? That would be a good one. Mm-hmm. You c- email us Revenge of the Bollywood. If you uh, if you want to email us all your Bollywood suggestions at <laughs> nomadsoffantasy at gmail dot com. Please don't, please don't. I want no all idea. your Bollywood suggestions. No. Um. Well, with that, we're out. Safe travels, nomads. May the force be with you. Oh, Didi. May the force be with you, always. Always. Even when I'm on fire and burning by a pit of lava. And then Sidious just kind of like walks down next to him. He's like, yeah. look at this fucking guy. His, his, robe, his robes don't start on fire.
thunder against me! You have done that yourself! You will not take her from me! Your anger and your lust for power have already done that. You have allowed this Dark Lord to twist your mind until now... Until now you have become the very thing you swore to destroy. Don't lecture me, Obi-Wan. I see through the lies of the Jedi. I do not fear the dark side as you do. I have brought peace, freedom, justice, and security to my new empire. Your new empire? Don't make me kill you. Anakin, my allegiance is to the Republic, to democracy! If you're not with me, then you're my enemy. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. I will do what I must. You will try. Ah!